0: Thank you so much for coming on today's reading, July 15th. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great love. Thank you for your mercy, your kindness, and your goodness, Lord. Give us insight into your teaching, Lord, into your word, Lord. Lord, we ask you to, to intrigue us today and take us over the top, Lord. Thank you for doing marvelous and wonderful things, Lord. And miracles and performing for our lives, Lord. Creative miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke 6:22. Blessed are you when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil. For the Son of Man's sake, rejoice you in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. In the Passion Translation, it reads, What blessings await you when people hate you, and exclude you, and mock you, and curse you as evil, because you follow the Son of Man. When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets the same way. Do you want to know how to depress the devil? Just follow the instructions in that last verse. When persecution comes, when friends or family criticize you because You lay hands on the sick and believe in healing. And when co-workers call you a fanatic because you love Jesus and aren't afraid to say so, rejoice, shout, hallelujah, and leap for joy. I tell you that will discourage the devil to no end. He's expecting that persecution to hurt you. He's expecting it to damage your faith, to wipe you out, and to leave you in dismay. I'm not saying you should enjoy the persecution itself, but you can learn to overlook the discomfort of those things by focusing your attention on the reward that's coming and the fact that Jesus said, you are blessed. The Apostle Paul certainly knew how to do this. He was an expert on rejoicing in the midst of persecution. Satan was constantly stirring up trouble for him. But do you know what he said about all the persecutors, all the persecution? He said it was not even worth considering compared to the glory that was about to be revealed. If Paul could rejoice in the midst of a beating, stoning, shipwrecks, imprisonment, and almost every other kind of persecution, you can too. Just do what he did when he was told by the Holy Spirit that bonds and afflictions awaited him. He said, But none of these things move me, neither can I my life dear upon myself, so that I may might finish my course with joy, and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God Acts twenty twenty four. Don't get all caught up in what people think and what people say down here on earth. Get caught up in pleasing the Lord. Get caught up in finishing your course with the joy. Get caught up in the glorious hope that's ahead. For the hope is enough to make anyone in any circumstance leap for joy. Amen. Additional reading is Acts 16 through... 1615, 1635, excuse me. After they were severely beaten, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained. Paul and Silas undaunted prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God while all of the other prisoners listened to their worship. Suddenly a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison. All at once every prison door flung open and the chains of all the prisoners came loose. Assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, The prison guard drew his sword as to kill himself. When Paul shouted in the darkness, Stop, don't hurt yourself, we're all still here. The jailer called for a light. When he saw that they were still in their cells, he rushed in and fell, trembling at their feet. Then he led Paul and Silas outside and asked, What must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and all your family. Then they prophesied the word of the Lord over him and all his family. Even though the hour was late, he washed their wounds. Then he and all his family were baptized. He took Paul and Silas into his home and set them at his table and fed them. The jailer and all his family were filled with joy in their newfound faith in God. At daybreak, the magistrates sent officers to the prison with orders to tell the jailer, let those two men go. The jailer informed Paul and Silas, the magistrates have sent orders to release you, so you're free to go now. But Paul told the officers, look, They had us beaten in public without a fair trial, and we are Roman citizens. Do you think we're just going to go quietly walk away after they threw us in prison and violated our rights? Absolutely not. You go back and tell the magistrates that they need to come down to hear themselves and escorts us out. When the officers went back and reported what Paul and Silas had told them, The magistrates were frightened, especially upon hearing that they had beaten two Roman citizens without due process. So they went to the prison and apologized to Paul and Silas, begging them repeatedly saying, please leave our city. So Paul and Silas left the prison and went back to Lydia's house, where they met with the believers and comforted and encouraged them before departing the word of the lord thanks be to god and now for some reading of proverbs chapter 15 from the passage passion translation excuse me passion wisdom far better than wickedness respond gently when you are confronted and you'll do you'll diffuse the rage of another Responding with sharp, cutting words, you will make it worse. Don't you know that being angry can ruin the testimony of even the wisest of men? When wisdom speaks, understanding becomes attractive. But the words of the fool make their ignorance look laughable. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, and he takes note of everything that happens. He watches over his lover's. And he also sees the wickedness of the wicked. When you speak healing words, you offer others fruits from the tree of life. But unhealthy negative words do not do nothing but crush your hopes. You're stupid to mock the instructions of a father, but welcoming corrections will make you brilliant. There is power in the house of the righteous, but the house of the wicked is filled with trouble, no matter how much money they have. When wisdom speaks, revelation knowledge is released, but finding true wisdom in the word of a fool is futile. It is despicable to the Lord when people use the worship of the Almighty as a cloak for their sin but every prayer of his godly seekers and lovers is pleasing to his heart. The Lord detests the lifestyle of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue purity. Severe punishment awaits the one who turns away from the truth, and those who rebel against correction will die. Even hell itself holds no secret from the Lord God, for all is exposed before his eyes, and so much more the heart of every human being. The know-it-all never esteem the one who tries to correct him. He refuses to seek good advice from the wise. A cheerful heart puts a smile on your face. But a broken heart leads to depression. Lovers of God hunger after truth. But those without understanding feast on foolishness and don't even realize it. Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. But when you choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. It's much better to live simply surrounded in holy awe and worship of God than to have great wealth with a home full of trouble. It's much better to have a kind, loving family even with little than to have great wealth with nothing but hatred and strife all around you. A touchy, hot-tempered man picks a fight, but... The calm, patient man knows how to silence strife. Nothing seems to work right for the lazy man, but life seems smooth and easy when your heart is virtuous. When a son learns wisdom, a father's heart is glad. But the man who shames his mother is a foolish son. The senseless fool treats life like a joke, but the one with living understanding makes good choices. Your plans will fall apart right in front of you if you don't seek good advice. But if you first seek out multiple counselors, you'll watch your plan succeed. everyone enjoys giving great advice but how delightful it is to say the right thing at the right time the life path of the prudent lifts from progressively heavenward delivering them from the death spiral that keeps tugging them downward again the life path for the prudent lifts them progressively heavenward delivering them from the death spiral that keeps tugging them downward. The Lord champions the widow's cause, but watches him as he smashes down the houses of the haughty. But watch him. The Lord detests wicked ways of thinking, but he enjoys lovely and delightful words. The one who puts earning money above his family will have trouble at home. But those who refuse to exploit others will live in peace. Will live in peace. Again, lovers and seekers of God think before they speak. But the careless blurt out wicked words meant to cause harm. The Lord doesn't respond to the wicked. But he's moved to answer the prayers of his godly seekers and lovers. Eyes that focus on what is beautiful bring joy to the heart. And hearing a good report refreshes and strengthens the inner being. Accepting constructive criticism opens your heart to the path of life making you right at home among the wise. Refusing constructive criticism shows you have no interest in improving your life, for revelation insight only comes as you accept correction and the wisdom that it brings. The source of revelation knowledge is found if you fall down in surrender before the Lord. Don't expect to see Shekinah glory until the Lord sees your sincere humility. Amen and Amen. Proverbs 15, Fashion Translation. And now we'll read Psalms 15. Living in the Shining Place, a poetic song by King David. Psalms 15 This psalm gives us David's Sermon on the Mount if we will dwell in the holy place. There must first be a holy place in our spirits where God dwells. God's guests must submit to the holiness that lives there. There is etiquette for God's house revealed in this psalm. Here we go. Lord, who dares to dwell with you? Who presumes the privilege of being close to you, living next to you in your shining place of glory? Who are those who daily dwell in the life of the Holy Spirit? They are passionate and wholehearted, always sincere and always speaking the truth, for their hearts are trustworthy. They refuse to slander or insult others. They'll never listen to gossip or rumors, nor will they ever harm another with their words. They will speak out passionately against evil and evil workers while commending the faithful ones who follow after the truth. They make firm commitments and follow through even at great cost. They never crush others with exploitation or abuse, and they will never be bought with a bribe against the innocent. They will never be shaken. They will stand firm forever.